Good morning and welcome backwards to Bodhi Speak. Today I'm actually going to be doing a reading on uh, something that I wrote. <laughs> a lot of it, you could say, potentially, has been stolen from infinitely more wise people than I ever could hope to be. And I wrote this thing, I think, like back in 2018, and then I kept adding to it for a long time. And then I would read it at certain moments and meditations for people. And uh, it would always be a really good way to kind of make people laugh if they had a difficult time with their meditation. But at the same time, kind of like inject some penetrating wisdom <laughs> bestowed upon me from uh, other people's words and what kind of actually inspired me is like i decided one day to kind of rewrite the Tao Tai ching that was sort of like what that was part of the inspiration and uh i was looking at certain passages in Tao Tai ching that were just like really funny like there's this one like um you know other people <laughs> other people approach life as if they were at a parade which is kind of like mocking people as being like, oh my God, look, I'm at a parade. <laughs> it's kind of like happy-go-lucky, imbecile kind of perspective that a lot of people approach. And the author, Lao Tzu, then says, I'm not like that. I'm like an idiot. My mind is so open. And I just appreciate the humor of the Tao Tai Ching. And I decided to kind of keep going with that approach. So before I even get into the stuff that I wrote and and once more some of this stuff I wrote some of this stuff has been totally remixed other things are completely original other things are quotes from other people uh, and to open this have a quote by John Lamedeer Lakota Hayoka Hayoka the sacred clown I think he passed away in the 70s it's a really epic book I think it's called Lame Deer Seeker of Visions phenomenal book very funny I've talked about it I think on the podcast before I can't remember but they the author of it who wrote it for John Lame Deer with John Lame Deer he says basically that like it's a good counterpart to Black Elk Speaks because this book in particular encapsulates the humor of the Lakota culture while Black Elk speaks is very somber and like serious and melancholy especially at the end you know uh, shade to it because of what's happening during the time but um, Lame Deer's book uh, they really tried to capture more of like just the genuine humor of life and the playfulness of, of the culture and uh, so he has a quote here that says I am no wino but I'm no saint either a medicine man shouldn't be a saint. He should experience and feel all the ups and downs, the despair and joy, the magic and reality, the courage and the fear. He should be able to sink as low as a bug or soar as high as an eagle. Unless he can experience both, he is no good as a medicine man. You can't be so stuck up, so inhuman that you want to be pure, your soul wrapped in a plastic bag all the time. You have the God and the devil, both of them. Being a good medicine man means being right in the midst of turmoil, not shielding yourself from it. It means experiencing life in all its phases. It means not being afraid of cutting up and playing the fool now and then. That's sacred too. So really beautiful quote there just on. It sums up itself. I don't need to say anything more about it. And then I wrote this. Uh, I wrote this th little passage here in 2018. That it just kind of was something I was feeling frustrated and where I was at with uh, there was like a big event happening lots of people and it was like a big kind of party and, and you know I didn't actually plan this but it was kind of like everyone was at a parade and I was just like no I'm not feeling that right now <laughs> I do not want to be at a parade right now I don't feel like that and so I just went in my room and decided to write whatever would come to me and this is the first thing that I started writing and I kept it in the passage uh just kind of as a precursor and I, I i thought there was something valuable to it so i was alone so i chose not to run from my aloneness i was afraid so i chose not to run from fear i was sinking so i chose not to run from drowning 
I was dying, so I chose death in order to be reborn. I choose to master the silence I fear. I choose to be different from the masses. I choose to break free and leap where others cling to the edge, afraid to dip into the unknown. I have been where others will never dare to enter. I have opened doors that should not have been opened, and I have returned to share the messages of those realms. The inner darkness within is my home. I was alone, but now I revel in the freedom of solitude. Independence of the spirit that cannot be taken away by anyone or anything. What is the price you are willing to pay for freedom? How far are you willing to go to remember who you are? What will you give to awaken to the power within yourself, to break free from the conditioning placed upon you? There are no more boundaries to cross, no more barriers to break, no more ethics to constrain. I am guilty of everything that has ever happened and ever will. Therefore, I have come into true innocence. And just another funny synchronicity. The card of this day at this moment was innocence. So, who knows? The universe is funny. <laughs> right here. All the knowledge and proposed wisdom here has been stolen. I offer no apology. Part 1. Humor is the best teacher and contradiction the only revelation. Mark Twain once said, Laughter is our best response to injustice and is the only really effective weapon we have. I don't believe in anything anyone says, including myself, which means that sometimes I believe things that people say, but in general I prefer not to. The moment we begin to believe anything is the moment we have closed the door to the mystery. Every time I do that, the mystery says to me, oh, no, you should not have done that. Detachment should not be mistaken with carelessness. If you become so detached that you continue to go about your day casually, as if nothing is happening when your house has caught fire, then you have probably tipped too far to one side of the scale. The house. The student awakens in a panic and shouts, Master, master, the house is on fire. What should we do? The master laughs. The house is always on fire. Rather, it is not that the house is on fire, but rather we have built our house in a fire. We don't need to put it out. Just keep adding more wood. If you try to go fast, you will go slow. If you want to go fast, please slow down. There was a Taoist hermit meditating, and several formal Confucian seekers came to him for advice. They were overwhelmed with outrage as they realized he was naked. What are you doing meditating in your hut with no pants on? He replied, Ah, for me, the whole world is my hut. This small room is my pants. What I want to know is, what are you doing in my pants? What you seek of cannot be spoken of. We can only draw maps to point in its direction. Yet the map is not the road. The territory is far too vast to be summarized by any one map. For the way is not in the sky. The way is in the heart. If you were to go to a restaurant and you tried to eat the menu, you would be crazy. Yet, that is what all of us do. All of the time. If you do not understand this statement, you must have been eating that menu for far too long. I was once asked to clarify the statement about the menu. I tried, and then I walked away with plastic in my mouth. I unfortunately cannot explain it any further. Adiyashanti said, The ordinary woman seeks enlightenment to become free. The enlightened woman expresses freedom through being ordinary. Liars love to tell long stories. They talk and talk and talk. Truth seekers keep quiet and listen to the space between the words. The only true teachings are passed in silence. Be grateful if your hearing is poor in a Dharma talk. You may be the only one that heard the truth that day. Craving is confusion. Peace and understanding arise when you realize things are complete as they are now. Progress is a lie. This moment cannot be improved upon. Perfection is a lie. 
perfection arises when we see the beauty in our imperfections. I am a dysfunctional human being. I one, came, I one day came to the conclusion that it is okay to be dysfunctional. In fact, I've since found that this dysfunctionality is the highest form of human expression, or rather all of expression in existence. There is a Japanese saying regarding the five stages of human growth. At age 10, I was an animal. At age 20, a lunatic. Age 30, a failure. Age 40, a fraud. Age 50, a criminal. Age 60, I began to advise my friends on life having lived through all of this. Age 70, I realized everything I said has been misunderstood, so I decided to keep silent, and now people mistake me for a sage. Everything I own is broken. My djembe is cracked, my handpan is dented, I lit the condor feather on fire, twice. My shruti box is held together with tape, my whirly pipe has holes in it. I refuse to fix any of these things, for there is a saying in Japan that an object becomes more valuable once it breaks. It is no longer a standardized assembly line product. It is unique. There is another saying. The crack is where the light comes in. Whatever struggles you have been through in life, whatever pain or misery you have endured, it is probably your most direct connection to spirit. Do not wish it away. No, do not cast away the demons inside you or you may just cast out the best thing about you. Another statement from Nietzsche. You must have chaos within to give birth to a dancing star. After all, stars only shine so bright because they are surrounded by vast darkness. It was once said, the word in Chinese for crisis is composed of two characters that translate to danger and opportunity. Unfortunately, that translation might not be entirely accurate, but like most truths, it is only false when we get too caught up in taking things literally. Crisis is both danger and your opportunity. Abandon hope that things will ever get better. Hope and fear are two sides of the same token. The hope and fear token is a one-way ticket to bitterness, discontentment, and suffering. A warrior is grateful for everything and everyone that comes their way. Yes, grateful for even that situation and that person. Especially that person. True initiation never ends. This also means it never began. It's just what's been happening all the time and you're now just realizing it. Welcome home. If you are waiting for someone to initiate you, you will be waiting a very, very long time. We recommend you initiate yourself. How? Through service. Creativity discipline, going further and faster than you should have and hitting rock bottom. Four, a fool who continues in his folly will one day become wise, said William Blake. Extremity leads to equanimity. But take note, it is better wisdom to learn from the mistakes of others than your own. Nonetheless, history repeats itself. Rabindranath Tagore said, I dreamt and thought life was joy. I awoke and found life is service. I practice service, and alas, I have found service is joy. How do I become free, happy, and at peace? Service to others. How do I serve the other? Realize that there are no others. Are you going to answer my question? I just did. The more you listen, the more you will hear. Find peace in tight places, beauty in your struggles. Stay calm while in an uncomfortable position. The lotus is at home in the bottom of the pond covered in mud, patiently waiting to bloom in despite of everything around it.
Pain is a teacher, not a curse. Stop skipping his class. Trust me, it's better not to fail this lesson and repeat it again next semester. I was once physically sick and became very sad. Then I realized because of my illness, I was free from fulfilling the pressures and obligations of everyday social life. Free from wearing my mask of dishonesty, pretending that everything is perfect. I could finally tell the truth. I feel horrible, I said. I suddenly became very happy. All it took to feel happy was to feel horrible. It is too hot outside, everyone complains. Yet, if you took that same, apparently unbearable temperature and brought it into a sweat lodge, everyone would complain that it's not hot enough. Next time you are too hot, just pretend you are in a sweat lodge. True story. I once bought a homeless man a drink. I came back with an expensive healthy juice for him, wanting to do something nice for the guy. He took one look at me and said, Man, I don't want that. It's got too many calories. Take it back. Do the right thing, but don't expect it to make anyone happy. Never be attached to the fruits of your labor, especially if they are juiced. And on that note, remember, it might be true that no good deed goes unpunished. In honest, I often feel that if I'm not imprisoned, crucified, or executed for adhering to the values I'm striving to live by, then I will have died a failure. There are some things worse in life than death. To die a selfish coward is one of them. A life of self-sacrifice is a heroic life. No one is getting out of here alive. Don't fear the reaper. Memento mori. Remember death. What would you be doing differently if this was the last day of your life? Mastery comes from how much you can embody the work ethic of an overachiever without being concerned over the outcome. When you are worried about the future, you are immediately a failure, even if your actions succeed. When you fail, but are joyful in that process, how can there be any failure? Yes, the master has failed more times than any of us have tried. He is the master only because he chooses to be happy in spite of the failure. Whatever happens, just keep walking. The student heard this teaching and attempted to expedite her illumination by intentionally failing at everything she did. The master observed this and simply said, mm, No, you aren't getting it. The student, in a state of exasperation, said, My God, I'm failing at failing. I am the ultimate failure and sat back defeated in a state of utter disbelief. The master walked up to her, smiled, and said, Aha! Yes, now you got it. The master came to give a talk one day. The woman sat down, stared everyone in the face, and then shouted, I have nothing to say to all of you other than whatever it is you are going through. You can overcome it. That's it. That is the only reason I'm here. Then she got up and left. Inspirational Kitchen Magnets I do not find them to be very inspiring. I feel if I ever need to look to kitchen magnets to be inspired, that all hope must already be lost for me. Yeah, but haven't you heard that quote? Inspiration is everywhere if you know where to look. Hmm, that's actually a good quote. Where did you hear that? I read it on a kitchen magnet. Touché. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. Sometimes the teacher can come in the form of a person, a book, a song, a saying, an adventure, a purge bucket. Whatever form the teacher comes in, except this is the teacher you need at this moment, even if it is made of plastic. Maybe a plastic inspirational kitchen magnet. Who knows? Why are spiritual people so opposed to plastic? Spiritual people love to talk about infinite love, infinite blessings, divine oneness, has it been all this time that there is an asterisk after those statements that excludes plastic? If so, I have the suspicion that hell may just be a plastic ball pit for spiritual people. Nonetheless, hopefully there will be no spiritual people there to judge it when we arrive so we can finally enjoy ourselves. 
I once achieved something miraculous. At least that's what everyone tells me. I don't remember anymore. Nor do I care to reflect back on it. Everyone tells me I'm destined for something amazing. Thank you for the warning, I say. I will be careful to avoid going down that road. Everyone just wants to be someone. Better to unbecome. Distractions. Go ahead. Check your email. Who knows? Maybe you actually did win that cruise trip to the Bahamas, and you could just be one click away from paradise. After all, less drama, more Bahamas, they say. But once that cruise is over, then what? No matter how grand the journey was, how profound the realization, how cosmic the high you relish in, you will return back to that place that led you into the rationalization that you can just give up biting your nails, I don't know, tomorrow. The true Sangha welcomes everyone. The saint and the sabotager. The true Sangha says, who knows? Maybe we're going to need a sabotager to go sabotage something one day. The true Sangha welcomes everyone, the saint and the sinner. The true Sangha says, we have here both masters of what to do and what not to do. Both are equally valuable. No one can tell you where your home is. But we can certainly waste your time pretending by talking about it. I personally love to waste my time. Because time has no value. The more I waste, the more present I become. You cannot waste the present moment. It is eternal. Student, I am planning a pilgrimage to the Himalayas to find God. The Master, if you cannot find God in a dumpster of trash, you will not find God in the Himalayas. The infinite does not limit itself to the beautiful and the sacred. If it did, it would not be called the infinite. If you live in nature, it is common to just stop dead in your tracks and stare off into the wonders of the earth at any direction for long periods of time. Yet, if you are living in an urban building and you stop and stare off randomly in any direction in an empty hallway for long periods of time, it is common to be institutionalized. To not be a slave to the incessant demand to produce is often diagnosed as a mental disorder. Most problems can be solved by simply stepping outside. Live close to nature and you live close to awe. Live close to cities and your life is a series of boxes. You only realize how claustrophobic has been your baseline state until you leave it. You are a human being, not a human doing. Give money away and you will discover that inner security has nothing to do with money. If you are too afraid to try that, then strive to earn as much money as you can observe how miserable it makes you. Rock bottom will bring more security than success ever could. Seek approval from others and be a slave you will. Embrace silence. Embrace stillness. Embrace emptiness. Embrace not knowing. Embrace letting go. Embrace spontaneity. Embrace breaking the rules. Embrace challenging authority. Embrace disobedience. Embrace being different. Embrace being social. Embrace being dynamic. Embrace knowledge. Embrace holding on. Embrace control. Embrace staying in line. Embrace being respectful to hierarchy. Embrace obedience. Embrace conformity. Embrace allowing right action to arise on its own. Do not become fanatical in any direction. Direction. Belief system is abbreviated as BS. You are full of it. Do not take anyone's BS too seriously, especially your own. Become empty and allow not knowing to guide you. Not knowing is my discipline. Can you discipline yourself? Do we have to call it discipline? I don't like that word discipline. It's too masculine. Okay, then maybe you call it practices. The discipline, I mean... uh practice is there to empower and free you it's not there to enslave you the martial artist defeats their opponent by yielding utilizing the momentum the opponent generates resistance is futile and will only imprison you further become deeply flexible and use the currents life are presenting to you as an opportunity sailboats harness the air that is sent their way Stiff trees break instantly. 
Willow sways playfully in the strongest of winds. Struggle begets struggle. Receptivity begets receptivity. Receptivity is the womb of creation. Creation connects you to the paintbrush of spirit. Challenges are opportunities to harness creative energies within ourselves. The greater the challenge, the greater the opportunity. Be grateful for your struggles. They are blessings in disguise. Find the blessing in everything. Yes, everything, right now. To yourself, list the greatest spiritual teachers of all time from 1 to 100. Number 1, the person who annoys the living hell out of you. Number 2, everyone else. Why? Because they're taking the living hell out of you. Why do you insist on keeping hell inside of you? New Age spiritual people love to identify with their gushy feelings and then talk about those feelings with everyone. They especially love to tell everyone around them how their feelings are not being respected. Suddenly, everyone is yelling, angry, and crying. On the other hand, the Zen master hits you as hard as they can three times with a bamboo rod if you even so much as flinch during your 2 a.m. meditation. They don't seem to have much to talk about. Pass no judgments to anyone. But do take note of who is at peace and who is ravaged with drama and why that might be. The question is always, are you really practicing? The only relevant yoga posture we have found is an internal one and it cannot be posted on Instagram. How do I find peace? Become peaceful regardless of what is happening. Peace is the first step to fighting peace. It's also the last step. It's a practice. I love to finish a long, challenging meditation and then aggressively scream at people, said no one ever. People love to pray to Buddha, to Kuan Yin, to Jesus, to Mother Mary, to Krishna, to Ganesha, to Allah. But I've noticed, for whatever reason, I've never met anyone that wants to pray or have a vision of Zeus. I'm still trying to figure out why. Maybe because he throws lightning bolts at people. Just an idea. I suppose in reality there's only a few of us who actually like to get struck by lightning. Behind every success is a failure. Behind every failure, a success. How is this so? When we succeed, we feel we are on solid ground and now we know something. <laughs> When we fail, the rug is pulled out from under our feet. We return back to humility and not knowing. Not knowing is the gateway to all understanding. Know thyself, and then all you will have left to say is, I only know, I know nothing. Accepting that success and failure are two sides of the same coin allows us to remain unattached to the outcome. We can learn to swim only when we realize the ground is not made of earth, but water. It is changing and shifting all the time. There is nothing to cling to. The psychotic drowns where the mystic swims, said Joseph Campbell. When you throw stones in a pond, you are disturbing the reflection Learn to just enjoy life as it is. Stop throwing stones. You're getting us all wet. Dogs run in circles trying to catch their own tail. How can you catch something if you already caught it? Student, I have lost my glasses and looked for them everywhere. Master, you are wearing your glasses. The Tin Man had a heart, the Scarecrow had a brain, the Lion had courage, and Dorothy could go home whenever she wanted. What was that story trying to tell us? Remember, we remember. Sunlight is not separate from the sun, although it does appear to be very far away from the source. It's not. It just looks that way sometimes you get shown the light in the strangest of places if you look at it right true story i lived in nepal for a period of time 2011 my friend rajesh would eat dalbat 
rice and lentils every day, three times a day, as do most Nepalese people. Sometimes I would ask him, Rajesh, what do you want to have for lunch today? Dalbat, he would ecstatically reply. Rajesh neither wanted to nor needed any escape from his reality. He had found his freedom. His freedom was Dalbat. The sooner you all accept Dalbot as your savior, the sooner you will discover happiness has been waiting for you all along. Distractions. What do you want for lunch? Chinese, Korean, Japanese, Mediterranean, Indian, Thai, Mexican? Naturally, you choose the poo-poo platter. Ah, the sampler. Be warned, though. They say a little bit of everything leads us down the road to a whole lot of nothing. But I thought the whole point was to enter into a state of nothingness. Hmm. Correct. There is no judgment or meaning here other than that which you ascribe to your experiences. And after all, what would a carnival be without a few corn dogs and whoopie pies? Carnivals. My favorite ride at the carnival is the one where you step into that chamber and it starts spinning so fast that it sucks you to the wall and you can't move very well. I've always found that carnival rides are a profound metaphor for the human experience. They are brightly colored, very loud, poorly made, extremely dangerous, and run by the sketchiest of people. I think God is secretly a carny. Meditate on a moment in your life when you exercise patience. Now, meditate on a moment in your life when you acted on impulse. Which of those two moments ended up in handcuffs? Okay, but how do I become patient? Just keep asking yourself that question. Sincerity, I promise, is all that is needed on your path. <laughs> Artists chase after that special place in the heart. It is interesting to note that oftentimes the best artists die young from all kinds of mishaps. The master has given up the chase. The adrenaline rush of bliss has been replaced by nirvana. Nirvana is not an ecstatic rapture, though. Its literal translation in the Pali language is extinction. It is the place where the flames of passion, desire, craving, and fear have been extinguished. Do not seek Nirvana. You will be highly disappointed when you get there. Nirvana is not being on the exciting roller coaster at the amusement park. It is the lady at the amusement park who cleans up the purge of people who rode the loopty coaster after eating too many hot dogs. She finds joy in cleaning up the puke because she is no longer riding a roller coaster making herself sick. Her vehicle instead is equanimity. What a wonderful thing it is to be free from sickness. I like to wait online at amusement parks. When I finally get to the ride's entrance, I just go back to the beginning of the line and skip the ride itself. My intention is to bore myself. Boredom. What a painful thing it is. Entertain me. Entertain me. Entertain me. The mind whines and cries constantly, unable to just be with itself. I am confronting this problem ahead of time. Next time a boring scenario arises, no problema. I have already been on this ride a long time. We desire things in order to fill an infinite hole within ourselves. Desire. Why does every tradition and teacher advise against it? Well, if our desires led to any realization, we all would have been enlightened sages a long time ago, presumably after our first Big Mac. The value of an infinite whole is that the infinite moves through it. Stop trying to clog it with gumballs, reality TV, and shopping malls. Life is a giant distraction. Can we just get over it already? Act with integrity and understand fulfillment and self-love come by allowing them to arise on their own accord. No one can give these to you. Do not sell yourself out. There is nothing worth buying anyway. Well, nothing perhaps except carbonated beverages, especially if they are endorsed by an attractive celebrity. Consumer culture has convinced us that happiness is found by taking, not by giving or creating. After all, there is no time to confront the existential depth of the human spirit when you are stuffing your face full of organic stroopwafels, non-GMO, Slim Jims, and gluten-free coconut water. Speaking of which, that thought has inspired me to create a brand of glutinous coconut water. 
It will consist of a piece of bread stuffed into a bottle of water with sunscreen poured all over it. It will have spiritual quotes written on the outside and become a regular sighting at SoulCycle classes where it will sell for $18 a bottle. The world changes when we change ourselves. If you don't agree, then you have not challenged yourself enough. What did that one guy say? You can move mountains if you only have faith. And that other guy, he said something like, Yesterday I was so clever, so I tried to change the world. Today I am wise, so I try and change myself. Free yourself from the prison of self-preservation. You are a work of art. You are not just the sculpture artist. You are the sculpture itself, the block of raw marble. Chip away at your sharp corners, edges, and rigidity and become something awe-inspiring. Not because there is something wrong with you as you are now, but just because, well, you are an artist making a work of art. There is nothing to achieve here. We just enjoy doing it even though it hurts. Working on yourself with a hammer and chisel is not an easy task you will quickly notice. Like the ancients say, the best way to be happy is to suffer. But, God bless me, there has to be a moment where we can just stop it with all the discipline and need to create something and be someone. Can we just relax and appreciate things as they are in the stage that they are in right now? Remember, if the only tool you ever have and use is a hammer, then everything is going to look like a nail. Every now and then I would encourage you to exchange that hammer for a loofah, a beanie baby, a grilled cheese sandwich. Perhaps if that doesn't work, though, do not be concerned. We have plenty of Sananga. Try taking it while listening to MC Hammer. Then the point will never escape you again. Sananga is definitely an eye-opening experience. Hammer time. When we lose connection with the spirit, we have to delude ourselves with this nonsensical thing called spirituality. What did that guy say at one time? Unless you become like little children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven within. If you notice, little children do not practice spirituality. They do not need spiritual medicine. They do not go to spiritual ceremony. do not need spiritual yoga, spiritual meditation, or spiritual prayers. Abandon spirituality. God is not spiritual. No, God is a trickster. Mocking those who take him too seriously. I have found laughter is the best medicine. You are closest to God when you are laughing after all. And I know this is true because magic mushrooms grow out of cow poop. Holy cow. God lives in poop. People don't understand me. They say I'm not praying. But what they do not understand about me is that my prayer has always been and will always be to be laughing as much as possible. <laughs> regardless of what is happening it is a very funny prayer what more can I ask the master may seem silly or childish because the mastery of wisdom delivers us back to the cosmic joke that this is just some kind of a ride please do not take it too seriously you're never gonna get out alive anyway you might as well laugh those who compare or compete will never enjoy their own gifts and uniqueness. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken, said Oscar Wilde. The master is crooked. The master is backwards. The master is not easily excited nor easily amused. They do not chase after a carrot on a stick. The master has been there, done that, failed more times than you've tried, given up hope, and renounced all games. Nothing will be better for the master than how it is right here and right now, regardless of how it is. All expressions in the present moment are equally divine for those who have opened themselves fully to it. Am I capable of just looking around and realizing how utterly profound and inexplicable everything is at each moment? You see, the problem is not the problem. The problem is your thought about the problem. Stop thinking about it. Who cares if we crash and burn? Who cares if we get there or not? I have already crashed and burned. In fact, at this point, I just enjoy it. Ah, 
Here it comes, I say. There's no mistakes, there's only lessons. Besides, you're going to learn a lot more while stuck in your low points than in your high. Disregard the opinions and values of others. You're not supposed to be like everyone else. Adversity reveals your true character. Mastery of character is liberation. Seek freedom above all else. A man was once shot with an arrow. One doctor wanted to know what the arrow looked like. Another doctor wanted to know how long the arrow was. A third doctor asked where it came from. The fourth doctor came and said, Who gives a shit? Just pull it out. But the man said, Whoa, whoa, don't pull out that arrow. I get to go around telling everyone how much it hurts. If you take it out, what will I do then? No matter what you do, you will get stuck. But you can't really get stuck. You can only slow down. There's no rush. This is an eternal process. However, if you want to speed up, enjoy the wait. That is speeding up. Speeding up to what, you may ask? To becoming patient. Yes, because I am in a rush to become patient. I can't wait to be patient, she says. This is why we have a long way to go. But where are we going? Why on earth are you asking me? Do I look like I have any idea what's going on? Some people say my teachings are nonsense and they're probably right. After all, my intention here has only been simply to confuse you. Only when you have reached a point of complete confusion and exhaustion surrounding the situation here will any understanding begin to arise. All of your life, people have been manipulating you into convincing that the world is the way that it is. That is precisely why the world is as it is. I don't want to convince or manipulate you into anything. It's better we just sit here completely confused and utterly astonished with our hearts open. Our certainty surrounding things has already caused enough trouble, wouldn't you say? Part 2. The Mystery I try to run from the mystery, but it runs right next to me. I start to forget the mystery, but there is always something there to remind me. I start to doubt the mystery, but only leaps of faith have sustained me to this point, so when I come across a cliff, I jump in spite of myself. I see only rocks at the bottom, but right when I hit, I find only feathers. There is a Polynesian saying, You are standing on a whale fishing for minnows. Be warned though, do not try and catch this whale. Unless you are hungry to be free from hunger, she is much too large for your desires. You wouldn't be able to stomach her. She will swallow you. But if you seek her, she will seek you. Take a step towards her, and she will swim towards you. Remember where your home is. It is something so obvious you would not believe me if I told you. The greatest treasures hide in plain sight. Everything falls apart. Everything comes together. Eggs before omelets, destruction before creation, perfection is stagnation. Nothing can be created from a static position. Creation requires dissolving. Break the earth to plant the seeds. The seed bursts the shell to birth the sprout. The sprout climbs through a confined, dark, insect-infested, and if it is lucky, manure-covered dirt. These are all necessary fertilizers on the seed's evolutionary path to become an entirely unrecognizable entity from what was originally planted in the ground. The pressure on rock to create the majesty of diamond, the suffocation of the caterpillar in the cocoon towards its transformation into a butterfly, the leap from flightless reptiles to soaring feathered eagles. The sequoia seed, the size of your thumb, buried in darkness and dirt, giving birth to the largest living thing on earth. Towering above any skyline, all of nature moves in this way. Why curse your pressure? Why fight with your agony? Just give birth to your wings, let your branches be, reach out, become free. The need to be right, the need to be the center of attention, the need to get one's way, the need to impose yourself on others, the need to become above others, 
The need to do something, be somebody, and go somewhere. Control your needs until you can drop them. There is nowhere to go, nothing to do, no one to be. What a relief. But please, do not neglect your gifts. Share them with us. Those who never share themselves with others will never take the risk of reaching out. They will never feel, they will never grow, never empower themselves and others, and they will never heal. On your journey in life, it is not what you do, it's how you do it. This cannot be stressed enough. It is the degree of presence you bring to each moment. Seek stillness, not success. Abundance is experienced not by obtaining this or obtaining that. It is experienced through being generous. Abundance is not created. It is realized as something that was always present through the act of giving. Focus on what can you give, not what can you get. Meditate on that saying, and you have found the road to true peace and true wealth. You do not create abundance. It is eternally present. You only create limitations to abundance. Yes, you can make the world a better place. How? Stop seeing things wrong and stop trying to make it better, that's how. There's nothing wrong with anything. It's perfectly chaotic, perfectly crazy. It's beautiful just the way it is. Stop desiring for it to be different than it is. You are ruining the view from the best seat in the house. Even if you got your way to fix that one issue plaguing you right now, another one would take its place. A disciplined gardener pulls weeds out from the roots and does not concern themselves with the leaves. Only bunny rabbits care about leaves. What did that guy say? It's better to put on shoes than pave the world? Even if we got our way to fixing everything, that fixed thing would also pass. Old age, sickness, and death are inevitable. Renunciation and liberation come through joyful participation in the world of sorrows. I affirm life just as it is. Yes, it is terrifying, but my God, it is beautiful. I am in this world, but I am not of it. The student is always in a rush which is why she advances slowly on the path. The master moves very slowly, which is why she has advanced very far on the path. Spiders hunt by spinning a web and staying home. Their home is interconnected, invisible, and yet, in the right conditions, subtly reflective. Spiders do not need to do anything except remain still. What they seek will inevitably show up and nourish them. You have convinced yourself that enough is not enough. That is why you are not fulfilled. You not only have everything, you are everything. There is nothing to learn here, only delusions to unlearn. Family is one of the greatest meditations in letting go. The infants and the elders reveal the secret in being happy for no reason and the joy in accomplishing nothing. Control. The greatest illusion. The Chinese finger trap teaches us the only way to free yourself is by letting go of control. If you scratch that poison ivy, it's gonna spread. Let the straitjacket slide off by giving it permission to be there. If you want to be straight, Allow yourself to be crooked. The master seeks and finds love within herself. She does not need to please others to feel accepted. The whole world can turn against her. She just stays in the center, seeing they only have yet to love themselves fully. They can say what they want. Eventually they will see. There is no one to curse, no one to judge. We are just reflections of missing the larger picture for the shimmer. A man came to India to hear a guru speak. 
His friend asked, Why are you traveling so far? You have heard all this man's teachings over and over again. He replied, Who cares what he has to say? I just want to observe how they speak. Who cares what they do? I just want to see how they do it. I just want to see how they walk. Everyone in the world could love you unconditionally, but what use is that if you do not love yourself? How do I love myself? Remain still and allow it to arise on its own accord. Back to patience. Why erode your peace by thinking? When you can bask in the presence of feeling. What does your body feel like? The felt presence of the body is the gateless gate to that which you seek. Everyone suffers, yet everyone comes home. It is just a matter of patience. How do you become patient? By recognizing that all things change. This too shall pass. There is no need to interfere. Let things take their course. A watch pot never boils. Abundance and generosity promote one another. Lacking and stinginess do the same. Don't be cheap. Why do some artists only become rich and famous after they die? No one wanted Van Gogh's work when he was living. He died believing he was a failure. Black Elk had inspired millions of people and is proclaimed a holy person in multiple traditions. Yet he believed as he died that he was a failure. Better to wait and see before jumping to conclusions, even if you think all hope is lost. Better to wait and see, especially if you think you finally got it. Failure is a blessing in disguise that brings us to the path that has been waiting for us. Where you stumble, there lies your treasure, says Joseph Campbell. Why do some artists only become rich and famous after they die? Because most people cannot see true beauty. Why? Because it is hidden in plain sight, in the most ordinary of things. Van Gogh painted a chair. That chair was a piece of junk. The painting sold for $25 million many years later. Why? He wasn't painting the chair. He brought our attention to the presence of God expressed through the chair. Ordinary things hidden in plain sight are not just ordinary things. Wouldn't it be great if no one had to suffer? No, it wouldn't. They would never grow and only remain fixed on the surface. Suffering brings depth. Suffer consciously. Do not run. You can't run anyway. It just looks like you can. Freedom from pain and discomfort. The ultimate illusions. What is true freedom then? Being able to sit with pain and discomfort and still notice how beautiful the day is. You are holding a large beach ball underwater. That is a lot of effort. Better just let it go to the surface. If you are strong enough to hold it down, don't you think you're strong enough to let it go? Just stay in the center. Observe the delusion of people, systems, institutions, and society. Offer feedback. Hey. But be aware that while it may help, it may also make things a hell of a lot worse. They'll probably crucify you. But then again, who knows? That might be the best thing that ever happened to you. The world is only polluted because of what is happening inside the human mind. Start by cleaning yourself up. Mopping the floor with muddy boots is not a very effective strategy. The master does not sparkle and amaze people with superhuman feats. No, she is ordinary and very human. She is the master because she is the most human and the most ordinary. <laughs> Michael Jackson was superhuman. Look what happened to him. Gandhi retreated to the desert to make pots and wear a loincloth, wanting nothing more than to live a simple, grounded life. The universe instead chose him to overthrow the most powerful empire on planet Earth. How? Ordinariness is not what you think it is. We live in a backwards culture, 
What you perceive to be downtrodden and weak has incomprehensible power. That is why. We know this is true because no one really respects aggressive people. The meek shall inherit the earth. The best leaders know how to serve and do not want power. Politicians, on the other hand, want lots of power and know little of service. Life will punish you if you do not follow your intuition. Don't stress, though. All rivers flow to the ocean. Even if you go totally backwards, like totally backwards, there is hidden wisdom in your failure if you pay attention. It's not hard to be creative, to learn a new skill or study a new craft. What is hard is sitting down to be creative, sitting down to paint, sitting down to write. Once you start, the work makes itself. That is the mystery in action. Have you ever received a vision but then failed to act on it? You will become sick if you do not follow your vision. All tyrants, dictators, crazy people, and lost souls are nothing more than people who failed to follow their visions. Remember, Hitler was an artist, at least at first, and we can argue it was easier for him to try and take over the entire planet than to sit down and paint a picture of a goose. Writers and musicians create wherever they are. They don't wait for outside circumstances to be perfect. They know that day is never going to come. Even if it does, how long will that really last for? The enemy is our greatest teacher. That is why there are no enemies. There are only teachers. The ultimate question which will now lead us to salvation. Do you want the small candy bar now? Or do you want the big candy bar later? <laughs> instant gratification distractions pleasure if our desires led to nirvana we all would have been enlightened a long long time ago there was a philosopher named diogenes in ancient greece he lived in a large ceramic jar on the street in rags and mocked the masses his teaching was that of abstinence rejection of social moral and materialism he one time walked around in broad daylight with the lamp yelling at people claiming he was searching for an honest man but couldn't find one. <laughs> he became famous for being so outrageous that Alexander the Great came to visit him and asked him what he could do for him. Diogenes replied, yeah, get out of the way, you are blocking my son. You cannot buy renunciation and you cannot corrupt truth. For some reason, it is easier to burn books and so-called heretics at the stake than to open our minds to the possibility that we might just be wrong about something. Healing has very little to do with just feeling better. Healing has to do with confronting your pain head-on and transforming it. Transformation is painful and frightening. That is why it is beautiful, and that is why it is healing. What is it that we're trying to heal anyway? The pain of being human? I don't think you can cure that. Besides, rule number one, suffering is the best way to be happy. If you have fooled, if you have been fooled into thinking you can heal from being a human being, I invite you to seek three other things instead. Autonomy, authenticity, and self-mastery. When you seek that, instead of comfort, you won't want to get out of the sweat lodge no matter how hot it gets. There is a saying, the wisdom of no escape. Do not try and escape your imprisonment, whatever form it may take. If you can find joy in your imprisonment, peace in confinement, awe in simplicity, then what will there ever be to escape from? Always be a student. False ideas about yourself will destroy you. Do not follow your passions, but tame them. Passion is the source of implosion, not success stories. We do not rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. Do not seek the path of least resistance. Do not succumb to mediocrity. Come now. Please listen. Dawn is coming sooner than you think. Regardless of the strength of your efforts, mundane tasks shall never end. You are not sent here to complete them. You are not placed here for self-preservation. You are a house of bones which shall turn to dust. You have been deceived. 
Seek freedom above all else, now. It is the only way. However beautiful and tempting your desires may appear, they will fall like the heads of the hydra, infinitely arising. You must burn them out from the roots, otherwise catastrophe surely will await you. Follow the path to freedom and refuge you shall find. You have been distracted and deluding yourself for eons before God himself came into being. Unless you change now, there will be no end to your misery. If you discover who you are only at the moment of death, what value will it be? When the head's already been severed, of what use is any medicine? Recognizing the suffering of samsara, turn toward the peace of nirvana. Guru Rinpoche.